time. You got to warn a brother. You weren't ready for that, were you? I didn't know it was going to be that loud either. Yeah, we... We might have peed a little. <laughs> the music's so loud you can't wow. hear it, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> Welcome, fellas, to Reforming Manhood, the podcast where we talk life from a Christian male perspective. My name's Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. And uh, we have a guest in studio. Yeah, this... Studio. Yeah, he's in studio. That's right. Or in our... More like in our office. In the... It's not even our office, but... He's here with us. He's here with us, podcasting live. Today we got... Chris Driver, yeah, he's yeah. the uh, our boss. That's right. Uh, that's right. <laughs> I don't know also, what his six also different known titles as are. Just Chris. Just if Chris. Remember, that's it. That's if my handle, remember, baby. Yep. Just Chris. Uh, if you remember, uh, if you or I, I don't know what his uh, his six different titles are, but he's got like six different titles. He's the with uh, the BMA finder um, of awesome, and he found us. Um, doesn't read from the King James version as we talked Not about this a morning. KJ, KJV only guy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was uh, my boss when I did youth ministry that one time. That one time I fired yeah. him in text message via text <laughs> fired <laughs> via text via text. Well, yeah. that's because via. I got fired. So no, nah, you, you quit. Wait, you no. quit. <laughs> you quit. That's different. Also, did you quit over text message? Probably. Nah, I doubt it. <laughs> doubt it. Oh, Trevor's not bitter or nothing. He didn't <laughs> bring that up accidentally in conversation. <laughs> All right. Hey, so we're starting a brand new series today. This is an uh, interview of a godly man is what we're calling it. So interviews. I put interviews. Interviews of a godly man. That's fine. But today is just one interview. And each one is an interview of a godly yeah, man. Yeah, but our series title interview, is multiple interviews. Interviews of godly men's. It's not going to be the same man every time. Right? No, 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 so. no, no, no. That's true. All right. Interviews of godly men. All right, interviews of godly men, that's what it's called. I'm glad y'all could, y'all could be there <laughs> as there we have our process that. and <laughs> think through things. Brainstorming, brainstorming. So uh, we thought after our last series talking through th- theology and applications of what we believe, we would now talk to people and see how it actually applies to their life. Also, we got that cool new online thing that we were super excited about. Yeah, we can call people up, but not Chris. Just Chris, just drove. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so Chris, tell us about yourself. Give us your, uh, who you are, what you do, two-minute testimony kind of a deal. Two-minute testimony, man. Uh, so I do work for the BMA of Texas Missions Department. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. And whoop. so we are, uh, man, just creating a mission movement in Texas, man. And uh, so get to be a part of that. Um, basically pastor to pastors, man, and uh, do a lot awesome. of training, do a lot of uh, evaluations for guys, just uh, helping them along that path, making sure there's a lot of pastoral care there as well, and you guys are healthy, your uh, families are healthy, make sure you're you're not, uh, you know, sacrificing families, especially on the altar of ministry, but, uh, you know, just really continuing to, to love your family, love your uh, love your, your job, and, and uh, just reaching people, man. And, so and, a, and a lot of travel, right? Yeah, from time to time. From time to time, yeah. a lot of travel. Um, a lot of travel, just uh, 60,000 miles last year. Just, just a couple. Just, yeah, yeah. I'd put that on your taxes if I were you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, um, you know, I, I this is this is a new new platform for me for sure. Um, yeah. I've been pastor, um, been youth minister, um, you know, been a Sunday school teacher as we started out. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but before that, man, just a uh, just a lost soul, man, mm. and uh, spent my life, you know. Growing up, I didn't. I had an alcoholic, drug addict father that uh, uh, was a very, very violent man. And um, you know, growing up, just knew what I didn't want to be. Uh, I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to be. Oh, I wow. knew what I didn't want to be. Yeah. And um, you know, that kind of sometimes 
kind of shaped my my life, my decisions, you know, and uh, not out of out of moral, you know, integrity, but just out of fear mostly. And I uh, just knew I didn't want to be that guy. And so, uh, but God's used it like He does everything. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, through that process, man, met met Christ, man. You know, He came in and uh, redeemed me, redeemed my whole story. You know, ups, downs, good, bad, ugly, in between, mm. man. Just uh, you know, now gives me a chance to you know to use all of that and um, to help guys um, you know to continue to to propagate the gospel uh, where I can and where I have opportunity and so um, yeah man that's just been been the journey man got a beautiful wife and kids and uh, man. What what, uh, what age your kids are, are both in high school now? Is yeah, that right? man senior and a freshman. Is that man. weird? Yes it is it that's, is. That's weird. But it's huh? cool man yeah. because uh, you know the relationship changes man mm-hmm. as a father you know you you start partnering and um you know we're in that really cool stage and i, I always tell a story that you know a few years ago i took my oldest son on a mission trip uh, to mexico and man we were just two guys serving together and and uh, loving people and and uh you know i came back and i told my wife i said man i like my son mm. you know i don't <laughs> i know i've always loved him but i like him man i like mm. who he is i like the man that he is i like what he stands for i like how him. old was he then when he you was all 15. Went? He was 15 yeah, then. Oh, yeah. that's cool. And so it was, it was cool. So it's been cool to kind of, kind of see that happen and and um, to see, you know, all of the things that we've done. You know, and we've we've made tons of mistakes. You know, as parents, yeah. everybody does. But um, you know, and and uh, but to see, you know, all that to begin to bear fruit. You hmm. know, in its own way in his life. And um, you know, I mean, they're they're still still working it out. But yeah. uh, but it's cool. So yeah. as you talk about your. As you talk about your son and uh, how you like the man he's become, I think that leads into our next question of what is your definition of a godly man? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I really thought about that um, as you guys had sent me this opportunity. Um, you know, I think about godly and, and how you define that. And, you know, we – I think people have really kind of kind of hijacked that, that idea of what it means to be a godly man, you know, to look – you know, I mean, if you look at the definition, they – define it as religious you know religiously devout or you know committed or whatever it might be but uh um you know that's so far from really what i what i see as a godly man um you know really when i think about a godly man i think about um a man who's been changed by god right i mean um somebody who's been in the presence of god and it's made a difference in their life you know and um you know not perfect um, I think about David. I think about, you know, um, Peter and John when they're standing before the Sanhedrin, you know. Mm. And, uh, you know, the only explanation they can give for these uneducated guys being who they are is that they've been with Jesus, you know. Mm. I mean, I think about that. Yeah. You know, I think that, that they had been with Jesus and it marked them. And, mm. um, and it came out in their character. And I think that for me is, is what we look at. And I think of Ephesians 5.1 and it talks about, you know, how we should be imitators of God. And, um you know, and, and what does that look like to be an imitator of God? And I, I see that really lived out and, and, and talked about as Paul talks in, in Galatians. You know, Galatians chapter 5, man, he, he really lays it out there. You know, 5.16 tells us that if we live and, and walk in step with the Spirit, we will not gratify the desires of the flesh, right? right? Not might, not hope, not could, but we won't, right? We, we will live a what we would, we would really characterize as a godly life. And, and we see that lived out. And he, he makes... He goes on in that passage to look at, at two, two different, you know, lists, man. He makes a list of, of the, the fruit of the flesh and then the fruit of the Spirit. And, you know, and I think that you, you want to see what a godly man is. You know, I mean, just compare the two. Um, 
you know, a godly man is one that, that is walking in step with the Spirit and, and the, God is bearing fruit in his life, you know, and in his character, and it's reflecting the character of God in supernatural ways that, you know, I always talk about in the fruit of the Spirit that, um, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know, those things I are... I think it's control. Oh, yeah, if you sing. Am I the only one singing the song? No. <laughs> Not in a while. So, uh, uh, but, sorry, but, go, ahead, go ahead. But yeah, man, I, I mean, you look at those things, and, and it's not talking about, you know, just love. It's talking about God kind of love, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's talking loving the unlovable. It's talking yeah. about somebody, when you when you come across somebody that is really not lovable, to be able to love that person, um, you know, the way that God does, right? Um, to to be kind when everything in you wants to, to be angry, right? You know, when it wants yeah. to be mean, when it wants to be, you know, to be, you know, gentle, when, when everything wants to just lash out, yeah. you know, I mean... Yeah. So, I mean, you, what you're talking about there is God's character, you know, coming out of that person because they spend time with God. And so um, that's I, good. I look at that, and, and that's kind of my, my definition of that. All right, so, man, and I don't even know if you noticed this. We're, we're, we're shooting from the hip right now. Um, but when you talked about you being a man, you said you knew what it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And you started with that, and then you moved on. And same thing with the Christian man. You said it's not this it's changed by this. And then you went into it. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, they, they, like you said, God, God didn't waste. Um, to, I, because I know your story. Tell us about, about that mattering to you um, and where that comes from. Yeah. Give us, give us that. I think, I think that would really benefit the, the, the men listening. Yeah. Um, you, you talk about my, my, my past of my father and how it's, yeah. I mean, the, the, in, into the Bible verse and the feeding of the fish. You know what I'm talking about now? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I think of all the places I've been and done, and I, I'm, I was really introduced to Christ probably for the first time when I was about 14, 15. Um, but again, discipleship I, didn't happen. I really think I was saved at that moment, but there was yeah. no discipleship, so I'm not really sure. I know, I, I, I'm pretty sure I was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because yeah. I, I can see the evidence of, of God. There's moments when the Holy Spirit just said no, right? <laughs> it's yeah. just, you know, I should have been, you know, going down way darker paths than I went down yeah. uh, during that time. But um, but I looked in there, and, and listen, man, I, I, I'm not perfect. I, I've uh, made a ton of mistakes and mistakes that that come up all the time you know in the circles in which I run yep. you know yep. um, one of those is divorce and mm. you know and I um, you know it's not something that 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 I'm proud of it's not something that um, you know I can go back and change either right you know right. I mean I, I know I wasn't walking with the Lord during that time and and it's something that leaves a deep scar mm. and uh, I look at that and I look at you know where I've been and all the roads I've been down and um you know, when I came to Christ, I, I really struggled with all that. You know, how yeah, can you, you overcome that? You, you know? don't have a choir boy past. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't, I didn't grow up in church. I didn't, you know, I wasn't saved when I was, you know, four or five or seven. You know, I mean, I, not that there's anything wrong with that. I love right, that, right, you know, right. because I, man, we have to have testimonies like that, yeah. you know, because my son was saved when he was very, very young. Yeah. And, and man, I, I need to know that that's, <laughs> that's a good thing, you know, yes, and sir. so, um, you know, but but I wasn't, and so I struggled, you know, mightily coming in because I brought all of that um, into my relationship with God, and you know, wh- you know, can you still use me? And um, the answer was yes. You know, I mean, I was a youth minister when I first started diving into this. You know, because I, for the first time in my life, I knew what I wanted to be. I knew what I was supposed to be. Mm. Um, you know, God had called me into ministry, and I felt that call deeper than anything I've ever felt besides the salvation. You yeah. know, I mean, it was awesome. was so real and. Uh, 
And so what do I do, you know? And so I'm sitting there and I'm reading through one of my uh, favorite commentators was uh, a Warren Wearsby, you know, preacher to preachers, and he just kind of unpacks stuff. Well, he was talking about there and the qualifications for uh, for pastors being that, uh, you know, you, you have to be a, a, a man of one woman, right? Mm-hmm. A man of one wife. And so, um, you know, and, and, and he says, well, if you've been divorced, you're disqualified. And I'm going, mm. Just deflated. You know, wow, dude, I'm like, you know, because I, I truly respected this. And so, I mean, I, I sat there and I, you know, and I, I wept and I said, God, if you don't, if I'm not qualified, then then take this from me. Because mm. I don't want to do anything that you, you know, I really, truly, I don't want to do anything that you don't want me to do. If I'm not qualified to do this, then please let me know. That's good. Um, you know, because I will walk away. I'll do whatever you want me to do. I signed a blank contract a long time ago. Mm-hmm. If you open the door, I promise I'll walk through it, you know. And, and it's not like you were a. It's not like you were a pastor or even a believer when you got your divorce, no, right? No, yeah, no, no, certainly not walking, you know, uh, with the Lord, and and so, and and but it it had shaped, you know, my I tried to rescue, you know, everything. I mean, that's come out, you know. I couldn't rescue my mom when I was growing up, so I tried to rescue this young lady, and I mm. tried to, you know, and and I find myself all the time in that in that role, but um, trying to know, save the day, trying the, to be save the man, be the, save the, be day. the hero, yeah. you know, yep. and so. Um, uh, but I couldn't, and, you know, it was just, anyway, you know, you get back to this, and, and so I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I, I I can't do this, and, you know, man, a godly man, my pastor at the time, just, he said, he said let's let's just look through the scripture and see what we find, mm. and so we, we just poured through there, and what we saw in there was the char- the, the, the current character of the man, right, mm. um, because, it you know, what we discovered was if, if you'd been rescued from alcoholism or or anything else, it's a great testimony, right? Mm-hmm. That, you know, if you had that in your past, I mean, you know, you, it's, you see You're the power anymore. of God, You're right? I mean, yeah, 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 I mean, God that, redeemed yeah. that, you know, and, and so God can overcome that and God can use that. And, you know, but for some reason, the circles that I, that I, I run in that, you know, that was the unpardonable sin, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you can't, God can't overcome that. And mm-hmm. I'm just going, you know, and so we, we looked at that, man, and I, I was just absolutely at peace with the fact that, you know, God can use it, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that I am who I am. I've been where I've been. You know, but God's not done with me, mm. and and He wasn't done with me in ministry, and He called good. me. I got my call from from God, not from men, and and so I I, I just really settled into that, and and like Paul in that way, yeah, and I just <laughs> exactly. I mean, and and that's what that's what you have to come back to because yeah. I mean, you know, there are traditions of men that you know we don't understand, and like I say, there are every circumstances needs to be examined and. You know, yep. and, and, and all of those things. And I'm not saying that, that divorce, you know, is good for everybody. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying it, it, it scars. But I'm saying, you know, God didn't waste it. And I think that's where you wanted me to kind of go with this was, you know, I, I'm sitting there and I've realized that, that one of my theme verses, you know, is, is there in the book of Matthew um, chapter 14 where he's feeding the 5,000. And, again, I, I always hate doing this because it, it's so out of context when I say this. but <laughs> I know, and I put but, you on the spot, but. But it's but, all right. it, but it be, is. But it, it is. It can be personal study. It Absolutely. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so anyway, he's he's there, and he gets to the end, and he, he feeds everybody, and everybody's had all they need to eat, and um, he comes to the end, and and uh, he tells the disciples to go back and pick it all up, and it tells us that they picked up, uh, you know, twelve baskets full of broken pieces, and and I looked at that one day, and you know, was just overwhelmed with, that's the heart of God, right? Mm. I mean, a God who cares about this barrel when it falls, you know, mm. a God that you know, that clothes, you know, the lilies, you know, mm-hmm. more in more splendor than Solomon. And, you know, I mean, a God who cares so much about all those things, you know, he cares enough not to waste the things that we go through in life. Mm. 
um, you know, even the worst of things, uh, you know, that God doesn't waste it. He picks up all those broken pieces because we don't serve a wasteful God, hmm. right? He, he, he will use it. And, yeah. and, and I, I, as long as we will entrust it to him, and that's what I said, you know, I, you know, with my past and where I've been, I don't shy away from it, you know, because I came to the point where I just said, you know, this is God's story now. You redeemed me. You redeemed all of it. You know, you redeemed, you know, where I've been, what I've done. So if you want to tell that story, you tell that story. You know, you tell it to who needs to hear it. And it's been amazing to be able to sit across from people and say, listen, that's, I know it seems like the easy way out, but it's not, hmm. right? I, I've been able to sit across from people and, you know, who've lost babies and, and say, listen, I've been down that road. God is still good. You know, God, God yeah. still loves you. Um, you know, God, you know suffering from alcoholism and abuse and all those things. I listen, God is a God who, who, who's your father that will not hurt you, who will not leave you, who will not, you know, forsake you. Listen, this is the God we serve, not because I read it in a book, but because I've lived it. Mm. And, um, you know, and so, I mean, it's real to me. And, and I, I just, I've kind of lived that out in, in my life and, and not been, like I say, it's not my story to tell. It's, it's God's story. And if he wants me to tell it, I will tell it. And, um, that's Let good. him deal with what happens. As you're talking, I'm reminded of Psalm uh, 56, 8. You've counted all my tossings, my tears, uh, put my tears in a bottle. They are not, I mean, they are not in your book. Then my enemies turn back and they call my, they call me away. Anyways, long story for you keep track of my sorrows. You collect my tears in the bottle. Um, he doesn't waste it. Like yeah. you said, he's not, yeah. he's not, he's not tossing those things that other people have discarded away. Absolutely. That's, that's good, man. That's real, real good. Yeah. So, um, I wanted to ask, uh, as you as you kind of you, you've kind of talked about um, uh, the the different, you kind of talked about what a godly man is, and you've kind of even talked about how that plays out in your life. So, what do you think are some misunderstandings of what uh, what a godly man is? Well, um, I think a lot of the misunderstanding comes from really the way we view men at at its heart anyway just a mm-hmm. man what is a real man um you know um i think uh you know as far as what misunderstandings about what a godly man is i think again i think it's just a religiously pious person right mm. you know who obeys the laws who who's dev- devoted to some you know um you know system of belief or devoted to some set of rules uh, that's not what godliness is uh, i mean um you might be able to fool people but you can't fool god you know, I mean, so, yeah, yeah. So, to to make it, I guess to, to to bring it to reality, what I mean, it can't be religiously pious. It can't because that a Mormon would then be considered godly, right? Yeah. I mean, and uh, as a, nice as they are and moral as they are, godly they are not without yeah. Jesus. That's exactly right. Yeah. Because I mean, you have to be uh, that, that. Again, that goes back to why I define it the way I do is that you know, you know to produce you know for me godliness is is being you know in the character of god right i mean so being in the nature of god so i mean yeah. you know that's something that only god can produce i mm. mean it's not that's, <laughs> that's not something you can fake that's not something you create for yourself um you know to be truly godly listen dude i've known you know godly men and women in my life you know not again not perfect people right but i can tell you man you walk in and you spend any time at all with these people and you know that they are not devoted to a religious set of beliefs mm-hmm. you know these people are absolutely 100 percent sold out um in love with jesus right mm-hmm. i mean that is what makes it. i mean you know that you you know you're in the presence of somebody who's been in the presence of god yeah um one one he's, little uh, lady he's talking about me right now i am i'm I blushing am. Listen up. i'm blushing one of them <laughs> that, you know uh, i mean yeah i mean um I, i've i've 
seen men like that, yeah. you know, um, you know, women like that. But, you know, I, I think of, you know, misconceptions and we always think of, of, you know, what it means to be a man in our culture. I think um, one thing that we've we've went away from is is uh, the combination of, of masculinity and tenderness, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, to be to be a man. Um, you know, we we have this image of, you know, like I always think of of the movie 300, you know, all these mm-hmm. scantily clad men with, you know, big giant pecs and big you muscles. Know, muscles and they're walking around and they're just claiming whatever for themselves. It's Gerard Butler. That's what you yeah, think a man is. Exactly. I mean, you're 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 looking at preacher. And, I agree. <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, this is the image that that, you know, people have and you and, and it's no wonder that that we've we've got so many people pushing back against that you know mm-hmm. against that image of that because we've lost you know how how important tenderness is mm-hmm. in a man and um you know i think of jesus who was the epitome of what it means to be a man um you know yeah. a strong godly man i mean just he is what it was what we're supposed to be and you look at that and there was there was I mean, he was a man's man. I mean, what mm-hmm. he did on the cross, and I mean, who he was. I mean, there's, you know, he's not this wimpy thing that sometimes we think. But yeah, no surfer Jesus here. Yeah. And yeah, and and and, but at the same time, dude, he was so tender, man. Yeah. I mean, he was moved with compassion when he saw brokenness around mm-hmm. him. I mean, you know, I think that's the part that I think is missed. You know, in what I see, you know, people, guys, really just trying to be men is is man you've got don't don't lose the tenderness man yeah. you know to be moved with compassion for what you see to be to be you know because jesus was moved in his he's moved in his spirit i yeah. mean to his very core uh, when he saw brokenness around him yeah. and uh, I, I think of the, the the woman caught in adultery right yeah. um you see both right there and, and he 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 stood up right to these guys um but also didn't soften his 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 line on sin you yeah. know and so he was both bold and manly yet tender to the woman who was broken over her yeah. sin um, but he didn't change the line either it's not go and sin no more he said absolutely to her, you know yeah and he didn't um, call it for anything it was i mean he called it sin yeah he, he didn't yeah. you know soften it for her. i mean yeah. it, it was still sin yeah, he you took were caught stand. in sin yeah, you know absolutely quit quit that <laughs> yeah, quit <laughs> <doing> <laughs> that. yeah uh, i mean and so you know, I, I have seen, again, some of the greatest examples of, of godly men, you know, for me has been the, uh, um, you know, I think of one in particular. He was a deacon at Fifth Street when I was there as a youth minister, and his name was Sam Langford. And uh, Shout out to Sam. Man. Uh, subscribe. Yeah, he's, uh, I don't think he's going to subscribe from no. heaven, though. So. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, he, uh, dude, you don't know. In his, We're all over the world right now. Could be, could be. <laughs> I mean, but. Uh, yeah, tell us about Sam. Dude, what made Sam, him a man? Um, Sam was, man, yeah, he was fighting dementia and, um, um, eventually, you know, late stage Alzheimer's and, uh, but man, I, I, you know, brother Sam, you know, had been in the church for a long time. He was just a, you know, deacon, just a godly man, but he would, I can remember sitting in, in, uh, in our services a lot of times in the evenings, they'd give opportunity for people to share, you know, and even in the midst of when he, when he couldn't remember barely his name, when he couldn't remember anything, he would stand up and he would quote John three sixteen, and he would weep. Man, he could never even finish it. Wow. I mean, he just, in the midst of not knowing anything, he knew he loved Jesus wow. and he knew Jesus loved him. That's awesome. And and I mean, I think of that and and that's that's really what it's about. I mean, because yeah. I think you know, in this world where they think you know the guy with the most toys wins, mm. listen, it's the guy who's with the the guy with the most love wins, mm. right? And I'm not talking about just the one who 
who's loved the most by people. You know, I'm talking about the one who's able to to love the most. Yeah. Uh, who's able to impact the world with with you know love. Who's loved by God with a great love and and shares that love with the world around them. You know, and again, I think that you know that 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 comes out in tenderness. You know, mm-hmm. and and loves lost people. You know, enough to to share the gospel and the truth with them. Yeah. Um. You know, who loves broken people enough. Um, to, to engage in their messy lives, you know, and, and make disciples, you know, that wow. God's going to use and, and not waste their mess, you know, pick up their broken pieces just the same way he did ours. And yeah. so um, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I think uh, if I'm looking to the culture for, for why, where I see this go wrong, uh, I mean, honestly, I think of uh, I think of like Santa Claus, like you're supposed to the, the culture's view of Santa Claus is tender and loves kids and gives presents. Right. Yeah. Um, but yet you read church history and you find out St. Nicholas punched a dude in the mouth mm-hmm. over heresy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. But it's in the history books. So I don't think it is. It is. It sounds good anyway. Yeah. It ought to be. Yeah. We uh, like it. <laughs> we like it a lot. I don't think there's much, much, much. Uh... Okay. It's in the history books <laughs> I've read. All right. Um, there could It could be. It could be le- legend. But even still. It's either or. Why not? Why not this this actual like yeah. you're talking about this 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 tenderness with masculinity? Absolutely, um, absolutely. And you know, and you think about the people that push back so hard against masculinity and it's toxic and all that stuff. Well, maybe, maybe because that kind of masculinity is toxic, man. When yeah. it's just brute, when it's just take, when it's just you know beat, when it's just you know when it's just those things. Yeah, there's nothing good about that, man. Yeah. But when you have a real man. Uh, who loves well, who is tender, who defends the weak, who, you know, who is able to love and, 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 uh, you know, have compassion um, and use his strength for, uh, you know, something better. Uh, I think that's when you don't push away from that, man. Yeah. You know, you can embrace that's that good. kind of man. And uh, that's good. That's a, that's a David kind of man, the warrior yeah. and the poet, Absolutely, you know, the same man. guy who killed giants is the same dude who wrote half of the Psalms. You yeah. Know? That's man. good. All right. Uh, so you uh, well, I think one more one more serious question, then we'll get to the rapid fire. Yeah, questions. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think if the if the guys haven't heard any advice, um, they need to go back and listen. But uh, if there's like one major, like one big piece of advice, just one. Don't talk for twenty minutes, but just one <laughs> big piece of advice. What uh, what's one piece of advice you would give uh, to the men out there listening? Ooh, man. Um. One piece of advice about being a man? Yeah, about being yeah. a man, becoming a man. Um, man, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> one piece of advice. Um, I think it just goes back to. Um, mm, I want this to be good. If it's one piece of advice, <laughs> okay. make, make it three. How's you've that? Had, you've <laughs> had a lot during this episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and I guess that's why I just don't want to repeat, but. Uh, um, you know, really, I think. Well, I think of 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 my boys. Um, you know, if I, I'm training that, all that I want for them is is to love God well, love their families well, right? Um, you know, serve well. I, I think um, if you do those things well, I don't care if he's a you know, you know. Yeah, I, I don't doctor know. or a priest. Yeah, or, works at yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. You know, as a 50 year old man, I, I don't. I really don't care. I mean, I, I just, whatever he does, I, I mean, if he will just love God well and love his family well and love people well, 
um, I, I will consider him, uh, you know, I'll be the proudest, proudest father mm. in the world. You know, I mean, mm. I want for him to not let things define him, you know, and I think of, you know, mistakes and, and where we've been and all we've done, you know, and, you know, um, I think one of the questions y'all asked me was regrets, you know, yeah. you know, are there any regrets? You know, and I, I want that more. I guess I talk a lot about that within my kids, and so I guess that would be my piece of advice is that, listen, man, I, I don't have any regrets, man, not yet. I mean, the only thing I can think of that would be a regret one of these days might be um, if my kids didn't follow Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that would be a regret for me as I get yeah. to the end of my life. But even now, if they're not following him, listen, my life's not over. It's not a regret yet, gotcha. right? I can still change that, right? Yeah. I can still – I've got three more years with Zachary. I've got a few more years with Riley. I mean – I can change that. It's not. I'm, it's not a regret yet. So mm-hmm. there's nothing. I, I don't live in regret because, uh, I mean, you know, I can still change things. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. still open to be changed. Yeah. And and I again, I don't regret my past because God uses it. I don't regret, you know, things I've done. You know, not that I'm not repentant of them, but right, listen, right. I don't. I don't live in regrets because I I tell my boys three things. You know, when it comes to mistakes, listen, um, it won't be a regret. One, if you learn from it. Mm-hmm. right That's learn good. from it yeah. learn something from it you know what i mean don't don't waste it if you, you did it you can't unscramble an egg so just learn from it right yeah. um one and number two don't make it again mm-hmm. don't keep making the same mistake that's just stupid yeah. right i mean if that's you good. learn from it and and don't keep making it you know you know choose a different road choose something <laughs> else to do right change i mean something. golly yeah. man make a change don't keep doing it and then the third one is is move on, man. And mm-hmm. that's where I live is move on. At some point, you know, it can't define who you are. That's good. You know, where you've been, what you've done. Listen, I mean, you know, it doesn't define who you are. I think of, of the prodigal son. Again, man, you look at that story and, you know, not to get completely allegorical with it, but listen, you know, there was never a moment when that dude wasn't his, God, wasn't his father's son, right? Yeah. He may yeah. not have felt that way. Right. He may not have felt worthy to be that. But there was never a moment when he stopped being his father's son. That's good. Right? I mean, even in a far-off country. I mean, and so we find ourselves sometimes not necessarily living godly lives. Uh, but, you know, when we repent and we come home, listen, you know, we're restored. You know, yeah. that's our promise is that God will restore uh, to us, you know, those things that, that we thought were lost. But, I mean, it never stopped being his father's son. So yeah. so move on. Don't let that define you. Your yeah, mistakes quit, quit don't define you. Quit looking at the pig slop on your hands and look at that ring yeah, that exactly the right there. man good. i mean i mean you know let god define who you are mm. um not not what you've done you know we all stumble we all fall but uh but man repent and you know learn from it and move on man let's that's good um, that's good yeah we've uh i know i know we've had some men uh that we've been in contact with listen to the podcast and and uh and talk about their their, their great sins um yeah. and so hearing from you that that yeah we're not going to softball it. It's sin is still sin. That's it. But let's let's repent from it. Let's learn from it. Let's grow from it, and let's quit doing it, and then move on. That's that's good stuff, yeah. man. That that right there, that'll that'll work uh, in the common man's life as you're fixing yeah. a sink or whatever whatever you guys well, do. And again, I think that's important because so many people allow their mistakes to define them. They can't move on in being who God wants them to be because they, they just, they can't get out of the slop, man. I mean, they just feel like that's who I am. It'll never be, I'll never be more than that. You know, mm. God can't overcome that. And I would tell you, yes, God can overcome that. Yeah. He will overcome it. If you'll let him have it, he will overcome it. And not only that, again, he'll pick it up and he'll use it in ways you can't even begin to imagine. That's good. That's what's amazing about God. 
That's good. That's good. Repent. Believe the gospel. That's Learn it. from it. Grow. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're about to have some fun now. All, All right. right. Last we're few gonna, questions. This is where we're going to separate the, 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 the men from the boys. Yeah, the men from the boys. <laughs> this is where we're going to find out if they should discredit everything you've said before. <laughs> uh. So we're going to ask you. This is the lightning round. All right. Okay. So we're going right. to ask you a series of questions and. Uh, and some will repeat for the other guys, and some are just for you, buddy. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, and again, on the lightning round, uh, just knee-jerk answer. Okay. So uh, we can talk then about how, how and why you went with this. Okay. But, but the knee-jerk answer needs to come out, okay? I'll try, man. All right. So against my personality. I'll, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start. Okay. The most okay. important question we okay. might ever ask okay. of all time. Okay. Go ahead. Oatmeal raisin or chocolate chip? Chocolate chip. I knew oh, it. Man. Dude, that's, there's nothing worse than going to a table and – Picking up a oatmeal raisin, thinking uh, it's a chocolate chip, dude. dude. That's like, yeah, people ought to lose their job, dude. People I agree, lose, a I mean, thousand dude. There's nothing. People worse. ought to it's lose so their horrible. job. What a horrible Just, thing, man. You ought to be kicked out of the church. There ought to be church discipline. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean that. You need is, to know that's our litmus test question. Like, holy moly, we know dude. if we can do ministry together based on that answer. What <laughs> on earth? What possesses people? These are deep psychological people, questions. Yeah. All right, uh, next question. If you're a superhero, cape or no cape? No cape. Mm. That makes total sense to me. It's practical. No cape. Less flashy. Watch, uh, yeah. watch the in- uh, Incredibles. Yeah, that, that's where I get it from, man. It gets no tangled. Capes. You know, it gets sucked up in a rocket and. I get it, it. <laughs> but you're, that's yeah. a weak, weak hero who can be sucked into a rocket. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wouldn't get sucked in. <laughs> or in a fight, they just I grab just the cape and throw you back down. Wouldn't happen. Nah, wouldn't yeah. happen. I don't touch my cape. All right, go ahead. You're up. Crispy taco or or street tacos. Depends on where they're from, man. Mm. Oh, Wait, hold man. on. Uh, I got to choose one. Mm-hmm. I'll go street taco. Because, right. yeah. because listen, there's one. nothing worse than a sweaty. stale, stale crispy taco, I man. I had one the other night, man. It was just like, come on, man. It's, yeah, if, I, if I'm eating a crispy taco, it better be a stale street taco. And then, I looked, <laughs> then I looked up, and it was they had them laying out on top of the oven up there. And I'm like, well, that's why they're they're stale, man. They're sitting mm. out. But, oh, it's, yeah, terrible. All right, get ready. Get ready. Yeah. All right. All right, Sylvester Stallone or Dwayne The Rock Johnson. The Rock. Wow. Mm. Mm. Interesting. I really had you picked for a Stallone guy. Yeah. All no, right. he's uh, he's more uh, he's, he's comedic. I, I, I like okay, you know, you the like comedy. Okay, you like Yeah, he's funny. Right. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. I grew up with The Rock, or with, uh, with, uh, with Sly. With yeah. Sly, man. Me too, but, uh, me, too. me too. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Boneless or bone-in? Boneless. I'm a lazy eater, man. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Thanks to Law It's too, too much work for not enough payoff, man. It's to, like, come I'm on. Trying to eat shrimp here, man. Just you know, it's <laughs> like ribs are the same way. I mean, I, I mean, I get it, but dude, it's so much work for yep. so little payoff. Just, just give me a big steak. old hunk yep. of steak, man, and I just let me chop it up Agreed. and be done with it. Delicious. So. All right, Billy Graham or Charles Spurgeon? Oh man. Charles Spurgeon. All right, you know, good. that uh, was almost too much thinking. There. Yeah, <laughs> I need a little but bit you know, quicker. hey, hey, listen, you know, you you look at that and you go, man, um, Billy Graham, you know, he, oh, yeah, he, he the impact so he made. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, there's some some issues, you know, somewhere down the line with with uh, follow up and all that stuff. I think that struggle, but man, dude, the impact that man made, um, you know, but uh, but yeah, I think Charles Spurgeon. I've, and that's just recent, man. Just since hanging out with you guys, yeah. I didn't know much about we oh, affect, Chuck. Chuck we is affect people yeah, in that way. That's right. That's right. He sent us know. that uh, that quote yeah. a couple weeks ago. So I thought, oh, yeah. that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Chuck, man. He's he's uh, man. He's on it, dude. He didn't pull no punches, dude. Yeah, man, dude. Mm. How about a uh, little uh, 
little manhood question for uh, for all the other guys out there. Home Depot or Lowe's? Mm. Just from experience, Home Depot, Lowe's, man, they, when we were redoing our house, man, they just messed us over so many times. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if we can do that. Can we do that? Can we cast dispersion on? I don't know if that's legal, man. Uh, I don't know. The you had a poor I had a poor experience with we're them. We're talking about okay, your experience. Okay, I had a poor experience <laughs> with them. So, yeah, that was my experience. So I, I go Home Depot all the way now. So. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Cowboys or Texans. Neither. Okay. Golly, Moses. That's all right. That's all right. No, no, I'm the same way. I'm like, who? He stopped caring about the NFL when they started kneeling. Yeah. Dang. No, I watch it. I ain't scared. I I like football. I don't get over it. They can do whatever they want beforehand. I don't, I don't really care. It doesn't change my, I served in the, in the military. I was in the Air Force. So I still respect the flag and, you know. Yeah. They don't have to for me to respect it. So, cool. Do All right, so we're kind of running out of time, but uh, I'll ask this last one: Mike or Trevor? That's a Mike. He didn't uh, want to tell you. Right? He didn't no, want to tell no, you. I'll take, here, here's, here's what I'll tell you: I'll take either one of you by yourself. Uh, so, together you're too much, man. Together it's it's uh, it's overload. That's man. not so, true. So, and you know so, it. Yeah, it's a uh, no, man. You know, I love both of you. There's, there's no, it's like a like a, my children. Dude. I can't can't choose one over the other. I got. You, he didn't I want to ruin you. the rest of your day. He knew we had no, plans. Oh, dude, yeah. he looked at you and he was like. That poor little oh, guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll hey. just go on quality of beard. So how about that? <laughs> there we go. Don't do yeah. that to me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say we'll just say level of mustache. That's what. Don't we're going don't with. do. Okay, cool. Just just say Mike. All right, just say Mike. <laughs> I well, love that you've you've stuck with it. You're still trying, man. That's yeah, cool. yeah. He's, your, yeah. he's a fighter. A forever. Go you. Anyways, <laughs> hey, I want to close down with uh, the reason for this uh, this uh, this whole series uh, comes from First Corinthians sixteen thirteen. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, mm-hmm. be strong, men. We want to encourage you to act like men. Um, if you're not sure where that is, how that lands, how that plays out, hit us up, send us a message. We'd love to talk because yep. uh, situations and circumstances can be tough so we want to be a resource to add value to your life let us know how we can help yeah don't forget to uh, check out our facebook group reforming manhood uh it's a group of men where we can continue having uh this conversation and uh you can challenge chris yeah. uh, <laughs> don't give up man just keep on going man it's hard it's uh but it's worth it just keep moving forward guys uh and then don't forget to subscribe to the podcast yep All right, guys, my name is Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. Chris, just Chris. (laughs) You guys be sweet. Show Jesus. Later. Later.